Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And Kathy, we are having a wonderful time. Yeah. We have been talking for two solid weeks on the fruits of the Spirit. That's right. And when I sorted out uh, uh, two weeks ago, I said, what, what does God do? He calls those things that be not as though they were. Right. That's Romans 4, 17. Because he's a creator. Right. And then what God <laughs> is, is the fruits of the Spirit. And against such, there is no law. That's right. So I want to go back right now again to Galatians chapter 5. I want to read verse 22 and 23. This is what God is. Mm -hmm. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Now, Kathy said, that's your attitude in life. Toward God. Toward God and in life. And you love, joy, peace, long-suffering, right. gentleness, and goodness is social graces and social, social relations. relationships. Right. And then we're going to deal with this part. I yep. love this meekness, temperance, uh, excuse faith. me, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no That's law. That's about the principles that guide a Christian's conduct. Right. We're going to talk about the that The conduct. Today. Now, against such there is no law. That's such a powerful statement. Mm -hmm. See, when you walk in the fruit of the Spirit... If there's not a, because that's what God is, there's no law against him. There will be no law against you because you are what he says you well, are. Well, you fulfill the law. Well, Ephesians 5 verse 1 says, be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. Now, of all of them, the one I want to talk about is the one I love the most. And that's faith. Oh, yeah. God, I love walking by faith. You know, the unique thing about faith is that it's also a gift of the Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit, but it's also the... Uh, the fruit, and it's also the, the uh, I don't, gift. Yeah, I just don't Two understand. different things. Yeah, I don't understand why people struggle walking by faith. My God, it's so much fun. It's such a blessing. See, that's what makes a good marriage. Me and Kathy, we've walked, uh, we've, over 52 years we've been married, and, and we've done it through faith. Just walking Coming by faith. Going close to 53. Going, going close to 53 years. And we knew each years. other. We dated for like two years before yeah. we were married. Yeah, so. that's right. But I mean, to actually, when we, when we cut that covenant, we cut it not only in the natural, but we covered it, we cut it in the spiritual too. Amen. Now let me deal with faith. Now I can't I, I, there's so many definitions to this fruit of the spirit, but I like this one the best. Okay. Faith is God's way of saying, look at me, have a nice day. <laughs> I just love that. Um, faith is God's way of saying, have a nice day. It's your shield, mm -hmm. your protector, and God's security service at work for you. Faith is security, buddy. Mm. And it's security service. Have a nice day because the Bible said the only way you can please God is through faith. That's Hebrews 11, verse 6. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seek what? Seek his faith. To please him. Jesus said, have the faith of God. Right. My God. See, it's God's way of having a nice day. So when I'm believing God for something unbelievable, something impossible, Yet it's doable. Some of these projects that God, I have a $20 million project. That's a lot of money. God said, you got a $20 million donor. It's a donor faith donor. project. It's a faith project. But when I make, I go, they say, he's going to get that. Yeah, because faith says, hey, Jesse, have a nice day. I gave you this and you are going to do this. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. It's just literally that simple. So to me, it's a joy. Well, do you have it yet? No, but I tell you what, like we say in South Louisiana, the fat lady ain't sung yet. Yeah. And I tell you what, son, she know how to sing. <laughs> Praise God. And it's a blessing. So I just enjoy walking by faith, this fruit of the Spirit. What is your definition of it, Kathy? Oh, well, this Greek word for fruit is, uh, for, for, fruit? Uh, no, for this fruit, which is faith, faith right. is pistis, and it's translated as faith, belief, 
or trusted. Trust. So it's important that, and it's the only, like I said, it's the only fruit of the Spirit that's also a gift of the Spirit. Oh, praise the Lord. And it, but it's different. The gift of faith is different from the fruit of faith. Right. So the difference primarily is that uh, gifts are given, but fruit must be cultivated to grow properly. We talked about in the first lesson yeah. on all this, how you compare the two different ones is that uh, maybe a gift yeah. is compared to a Christmas tree, but yeah. because you can just put a gift under the tree instantly, but right. a fruit on a fruit tree takes time to grow. I, so I it has this to be the, cultivated. I said that in the first week. Fruit is only found where there is, there is life. That's right. See, now, you know, good Christians have life in them. Right. And that more abundant life. Well, you oh, know, it's good. some uh, fruit of the Spirit has, it has to be cultivated in our lives, but some translations of the Bible translate this fruit of the Spirit as faithfulness. Oh, I like so, faithfulness. Faithfulness. Full of faith. like and it that. describes the loyal, trustworthy, and steadfast character of a believer. So God <laughs> wants to develop faithfulness in us, or faith, which is faithfulness as well. Because this is, and God is really the best example of faithfulness. He will never break his promises Ooh, no. to us. So faith is not a moment. It's a lifestyle. Right. We've been living by faith. When we found that we could believe and trust God, you know, I hate to say this, but a lot of times the church world will almost put doubt in your mind about what God says. Yeah. And how can you do that? You know, I wrote a book, and if you don't have it, you ought to get it entitled, I Never Learned to Doubt. I Know Nothing of Doubt. You know, people say, boy, Brother Jesse, you have built a major ministry. Well, I guess so if you think of it in the natural. Yeah, that, but I never knew it. I never thought that I couldn't because I knew what God said. Mm -hmm. He told me to go in the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I did that and am doing that. He told me this, uh, wherever I tell you to go, go, don't charge anybody. You know, people don't realize I don't give anybody expenses when I come to preach the gospel. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I receive an offering, but not to meet my expenses because he gave me a statement, and I believe it by faith since 1978. I can take you to the exact place he said it on Highway 67 uh, there coming to Lafayette. He said, Jesse, I didn't ask you to pay for it. Hmm. I asked you to believe for it. And you know, I preach in some of the smallest churches, and I preach in the biggest ones, and it makes no difference. I made up my mind I will walk by faith and not by sight. And you might have heard me say this before. I had a wonderful person call me and ask me some, um, you know, my opinion on something. Wanted me to believe God with him. They said, we're going to make a step of faith. Watch this. It's a big step. But we're going to have to walk through some deep waters, you know. And I, I, I thought about it for a minute. I said, can I say something? Yes. I said, well, since you're walking, why don't you walk on top of the water? Mm -hmm. It's a lot resistance, a lot less resistance walking on top of the water than walking through the water. Right, right. Because you have the water and, and the pressure and all the different things you're going to put. But when you walk on top of it. Yeah, that's good. See, so people say, how can you believe for a $20 million donor? Now, the reason why you're saying that, because, see, for you to do that, you would try to walk through that water. I just walk on top of it. Right. Because you see, God does those things. God does those things. It's, it, it's a gift of God. It's the fruit of the Spirit and a gift of the Spirit. And it's just such a blessing. So it literally means have a nice day. Right. Because I tell you what I'm going to do. He said, I am your protector. I'm your buckler. I'm your shield. Kathy told me something the other day. We were watching a movie called First Night. Mm -hmm. And she said, Jesse, do you see that thing on that shoulder? 
It was with Sean Connery it was like a little, Richard Gere. Yeah, yeah. It, it just covered one shoulder. It was like a little mini shield, and it covered yeah. well, that. Well, no, you held your shield in this hand, but the buckler, so it could protect It was you. on the left side, because usually their sword was in the right, and they had on this side. I said, because yeah. I had done a little research on that. Uh -huh. I was teaching on uh, Psalms 1, I believe it was, and how, how he's your buckler. Yeah. And so... Anyway, he had, even I think in Psalms 91 talks about he's a buckler right. to you. But the thing is that that's like, an, and I looked it up and it's an it's a shield on the arm. It's actually straps on the arm. And that was, I had read about it. Then we saw that movie. I said, that's it. That's they a said, buckler. Jess, you know what a buckler is? And to tell you the truth, I didn't. Like, she said, that's one right there. And Sean Connery wore it very well. <laughs> All of the knights of the, the round table, table were wearing it quite well. It was a good show. I enjoyed it, you know. So when you understand what this means about faith, Hebrews 11, verse 1, oh, Jesus, I have a theme yeah. that I love this year in 2023. If you keep the faith, everything is your, and I'm writing 12 partner letters on different people. I could write them all in Hebrews chapter 11. They right. call it the hall of faith, you know. They all demonstrated the Ooh, fruit of faith God. toward God. And, they, and it was amazing. Every one of those. So what are you believing for? What is your faith on? Are you excited about your faith? See what I'm saying? When you understand that, my God, it's one of the most amazing things. But you have to understand something about faith. Sometimes faith can sound hard. And some people will say, well, bless God, the reason why you didn't get that because you didn't have no faith. Well, that was the wrong thing to say. The first step, that's not courteous. That's not kind. Mm -hmm. That's not walking in the fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. See, you need to teach people. I, you know, I wish, I, you know, a child takes a long time to grow up. You know, I always said this. <laughs> it took me 30 years to become 18. Because this seems so long. <laughs> God, I feel 14, 15, 16. So, oh, God, God, how long? But then when I made 18, it took me something like five years to become 25. And now I'm 73, and it took like, like a day, you know? <laughs> Yet the time's the same as how I looked at it, right. you see, in those days. So when you understand to walk by faith and not by sight, that doesn't mean you're walking around with your eyes closed. No, but you're just simply walking by faith, knowing that the faith foundation that God has given each and every one of us cannot be broken. It is so powerful. It holds everything God ever said, going to say, and, and saying. Mm -hmm. Said, saying, and going to say. That's holding everything up. And he says, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. He said that in Psalms 89, 34. And guess what? He has kept the faith. Right. Isn't that a blessing of the that. Lord? I love so it. So anything else you want to say on well, faith? I was just thinking about uh, how if we know different people in our life, in our, in our family or our ministry that have been faithful. And, you know, we know that uh, I don't have to worry about it. That person's going to show up. I, I know they're going to be on time and they're going to be prepared mm -hmm. and they're going to be there. And, and if we send them to do a task, they're going to do it with excellence mm -hmm. the way we would do it if we were there. And it reminded me of Timothy, who Paul was a, a protege, he was a mentor to Timothy. Right. And Timothy was an example of a believer that exhibited the fruit of faith in his life. He was loyal, he was dependable, he was trustworthy. Yeah. And Paul could send him to a church. In fact, he was writing to the church in Titus Corinth. too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Amazing, that's man. so true. And he says he was writing to the church in Corinth and he says that he's writing these things, hard things. He didn't want, I'm not trying to shame you. He says, but I'm going to send Timothy to you. And so he said, I've sent him to you because he's my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. He knew that he would impart the same truths, the same thing, and he would be consistent. 
And so we all need people in our lives that, especially in this ministry, that are examples of the faith of, uh, of faith, of course, the fruit of faith, and they're faithful to God. Well, you know, Kathy, think about that crazy, insane season named Nero. And he was going to burn, and he, he stopped them to post and set them on fire. And you know what they were doing? They were singing. Now, how can you sing when you're horribly being killed by fire? The pain is just this insurmountable. Right. You know what? Faith made them sing because right. they knew they would be in the presence of God. Stephen, when stones hit him in the face and crushing his, his skull, he looked up and stuck his hand out. The Lord stood up. Most of the time, Jesus is sitting on the throne. Stood up mm -hmm. and received it. It took faith to do that. That's right. why we talk so much. This ministry is founded upon faith. Right. And let's give honor where honor's due. I know a couple, brother, and they have never went to the left or right on their faith. And that's Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. I've been knowing them and preaching with them for years upon years upon years. And I've seen them go through some tough times. Man, mm -hmm. and yet stick with the word of God. Right. Persecution. I never forget when I went start preaching. Gloria was so sweet to me. She said, "Jesse, you're gonna get all our friends, but you're also gonna get our enemies." Yeah. And boy, did I ever! Because and they really weren't mad at me or mad at Kenneth and Gloria. They were mad at what God was saying. That was yeah. the devil just causing that. That's so but true. that didn't change them, Kenneth and Gloria, and it right. didn't change and, and Jesse and Kathy. That's right. And they've been faithful friends oh, yeah. all these years. And yeah. And it's, it's beautiful that you can see that and have yeah. those relationships. But the scriptures teach us to be faithful in our relationships Amen. with our spouses. Oh, yeah. It's so important in a marriage relationship. Faithful to our children. Children should be faithful to their parents. That's right. To honor parents. And also employers and employees. It's important right. to realize that these were faithfulness in relationships are so critical. Well, we told some of our staff, if you don't do what you said you were going to do, you're not robbing for me and Kathy, even though we may be your employers. You're robbing from God. Right. You know, faith, you don't understand that, but that's happening. That's good. Because you know, this is his ministry. Faithfulness is really a sign of maturity. Amen. You know, and that's when, and I read this, and it said one of the main qualities that employers look for when they're choosing a person to run a program or lead a department is whether they're, that person is faithful to do what they say they will, and, and also to do it, uh, things, do they do it on time? Are they, right. do they keep their word? I hate being late. I do don't like Do they treat lateness. people well? All these things. Do they just sit on the job because they're doing it for the money? Nobody right. wants a hireling. They want you to take that, uh, what, what they called about you when you worked for Shell. They called you a company man. They called me the golden boy of, of Shell. But they're also a company, a company man. man. He People said he thinks about the term. company. And, and that's and what I you did. should do. If you're receiving wages for a company, do it everything the best you can of, to your ability and do it faithfully. And yeah. then you'll be rewarded. You know, a lot of people want the rewards, but they don't want to pay the price. Yeah. But there is, there is a reward that comes to those that are faithful. You know, I, you know when you order things, I wish the, uh, the company that's delivered would be on time sometimes. Now, sometimes things happen. You can't get I got I got enough sense to know traffic, things, you know, things will happen. But what, what you say you must do, mm -hmm. see, you got to understand something. Your word means a lot. And, it, and if it doesn't, then you need to really uh, work on your word. See, because word decrees faith. And what, what do you say? And my daughter, Jody, she said, if my daddy tells you something, he's going to do what he says. She's seen me do that. Right. And if something happened and I couldn't do it because I said it, right. I, you, couldn't, you didn't have to run and find me. I would run to you and say, I, I couldn't do this today, but I am going to do it. And I like that. Mm -hmm. There was a pastor many, many years ago, raised a lot of money. I think it was in the Denver area, a wonderful man.
and got into some financial trouble or something, and they lost the church or lost something. We have something. Oh, he would just oh, and, and you know they had people that had uh, given them money to pay for the church and stuff that they invested in that, and he lost it. I, how I can't remember all the particulars, but that man. I mean, I'm sure the kind of credibility and the kind of faith he has. Even though they lost it, he made up his mind that he would pay back everyone that had invested in the building of that church. And he did. Mm -hmm. Took him some years, but he did it. Mm -hmm. You see, and it showed how God is. Right. Now faith is. The subs of things hope for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. That man obtained a good report. Mm -hmm. And what happened is I think he had asked people, uh, um, you know, they, uh, uh, this, I can't think of the name of the thing where you put uh, money in a church or something like that. And, and, a bond. Uh, bonds and, the, and they pay you interest, interest on it. Not only did he pay them back, but he paid the interest Their on Their investment. Because they could have invested in something in else something rather else. than him and they would have now lost. Now that's faith, brother. That that's is. walking that's and flowing and believing and decreeing and declaring that no matter what happens in life, I'm going to walk by faith. That is what I call a shield, a promise, mm -hmm. a protector, a security I service. Like that. I like you see what that. I'm saying? When I get in my airplane, I am so confident in my, in my pilots to watch over my life, to watch over their lives. Right. We don't do stupid things. We, we, we own the plane. Don't misunderstand me. But you know what? I don't tell them you have to fly it. If that weather is bad enough, they say, boss, I don't think we should fly. Well, then let's go get a hotel room, and we'll go in the morning till this thing pass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And, and right. see, I have faith in their words. And then sometimes we've got into some pretty rough uh, turbulence, clear air turbulence, as well as thunder, thunder, thunder. Right. And I go up there, I said, oh, we're all right. We can make it. We got good radar. We're going to pick right through right. this thing. Right. And I just believed it. Uh -huh. See what I'm saying? And God's word was so gracious, and it's amazing what the Lord does. So that's one, that's one of the greatest fruits of the Spirit. A God of faith. That's when right. When God says something, he's going to do what he and says. And that's why we go to him when we have a need in life. Amen. Like, and why we enlist other people to pray in agreement Amen. with us. We know the power of a faith-filled prayer. And this testimony was sent to us uh, from Donna. She says, I wrote in not long ago because my newborn grandbaby was sick with RSV and a few other problems were going on in my children and my other grandbabies. This is my praise report. My children have been working more and my grandbabies are healed and doing so much better. Thank God for your prayers for my family. You know, when you call in and ask us to pray for you, we do. Yes. We pray for our partners. Right. I pray a 36 and 100 phone a thousand times return for every partner in my ministry. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. And, I, and I, you know, people think, well, he's taking that money. No, I'm not. You know, I, I do very well. I, I do very, I'm not, I, I had a man say this the other day. In fact, you know, I, I forgot to tell you this. I went preach, and this pastor or associate pastor called. Him. I don't know if it was his brother or something. Hey, man, I said, why don't you come to church? I ain't going to church. I don't like all I'm stinking preaching. He said, but Jesse, come. Oh, Jesse? Oh, I'm going here, Jesse. He said, well, I thought you don't like preaching. He said, you know what I like about Jesse? What? He don't hide nothing. Okay. That was a pretty good. That is very he good. He said, he don't hide nothing. He's blessed. Trustworthy. Right? Yeah, he's trustworthy. He said he don't hide nothing. He don't try to hide the plane or hide the clothes <laughs> or hide nothing. He just tell you. And that's the truth. I you remember know why? Because I'm a man of faith. That's right. I remember one pastor was introducing you. In fact, we were there at their church. They were going to be there. We were going to be there the next day or whatever. I heard him announce. It says, 
But why don't you invite people that don't even love God? Because people that don't love God love Jesse. And, <laughs> and so I thought, and then he went on to explain it, said, because once they get to know Jesse and Jesse starts showing them a side of God that they, maybe they haven't seen, they're going to learn to love God. But we need to realize Amen. that we are, God wants us to be representatives of him in the earth. And we Amen. need to be faithful in the things that he's called us to be faithful to. Oh, glory We've got, and because the Bible tells us that if you're faithful in small things, you're going to be given more responsibility. Yes. So right. you have to start being faithful with what you currently have and be honorable to God. And that's, I think it's faithfulness in the giving realm as well, Jesse. We've yeah. been faithful to put God first and give him the first that's of our, our lives. Our tithe is People all say you about. don't have to tithe. No, we don't have to get saved. We don't have to do anything, we but get, we do it. Yeah, it's a principle. Because we want to. And it works. You know, and, and you know, since you brought that up about giving, if you're not a partner, you want to become one. You can be. It's, it's very any amount. That's fine. And we will not be lazy with your seed. Mm -hmm. So how do I do that? Well, you can go to JDM.org. That's our website. Hit the donate button, give if you want. You can use PayPal if you like. You can text to give a one-time gift or a recurring one if you want. Or you can mail in an, uh, a check and a, like a, a donation, the old-fashioned way. But I will tell you one thing, I will say this and I mean this with every fiber of my being. I will not be lazy with your seed. I will sow it in the world evangelism because we debt free around here. Nothing goes in any way, shape or form to pay uh, a note because we, we, uh, we don't have debt mm. in any way, shape or form. So partners, thank you for believing in us because we believe in you and both of us believe in God. Amen. We trust and that's what it's all about. And if you're not a partner, pray for it because I want this anointing of increase that's on me to come upon you. And I'll tell you what, I had a preacher yesterday, I called him. Yeah. He said, since I've been given to you, he said, buddy, I am getting blessed beyond my wildest dreams. Praise God. He said, land has been deeded to me. Different things, all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. Well, it's on me. I'm telling you, you don't have to believe it, but it's a fact. And I wanted to come upon you. Mm -hmm. Now, we could preach and talk about faith till Jesus comes. Yeah. But we got to go to the next one. Right. Meekness. Meekness. Now, watch this. Meekness. I like my definition, Kathy. Mm -hmm. It's not cowardice. For it demands high courage mm -hmm. to be meek. Yes. It is the spirit of him who, when reviled, reviles not. Right. Who suffers yet threatens not. That's good. It causes one to take a lower place than he deserved. Hmm. The meekest man in all the earth was Moses. Yeah, Moses could get mad now. Yeah. I mean, Moses, you know, but what, what, let me just say again. Meekness is not cowardness, for it demands high courage to be meek. And I love that it is the spirit of him who, when, re, when reviled, him or her, when they reviled, they revile not. Right. When right. they suffer, they... They threaten not. Mm -hmm. it, it, they'll take a lower position than they deserve. Mm. In other words, they may have a special place at the table, and they'll say, why don't you take that? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Oh, right. no, why don't you do that? You know, I never forget, I, I've had so many people tell me that when I go preach, oh, how would you like to be introduced? Do you want to be called Dr. Jesse DePlanis? I am a doctor of divinity. Uh, would you like to be called... A reverend, do reverend about, doctor, about reverend husband. Huh? or Kathy's, Kathy's husband. husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, or would you like to be called brother Jesse? Uh -huh. I said, well, since you asked, my name is Jesse. Mm -hmm. Just say Jesse. I never called Christ. I never called Jesus Reverend Christ. I called him Jesus. 
Right. He's never called me Reverend Duplantis. It's a high honor. Right. He called me Jesse. Right. I had a preacher announce me one time. I'll never forget this. I didn't realize how many people know my ministry and know me. He said, there's very few people in the world that are known by one name. I thought, what's he getting at? You know what I'm saying? He said, now you think about that. Known by one name, Jesus. Hmm. I thought, yeah. Then he said, share. And I said, boy, you remember share. Oprah. Right. Boy, right. you just said, you ain't got to say Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. The right. people know. Share. Yeah. He said, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse. Hmm. That was in Detroit. I'll yeah. never forget that. Right. It really blessed me. Well, you know, Jesus was known as meek. In fact, he even said, I am meek. In Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30, mm -hmm. he told, this was a beautiful command. You, I mean, this is one of the most yes. precious things he said. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and Amen. lowly in heart. And you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's a, a great invitation, and he is that's a demonstration that's... of meekness. Now, meekness, because it rhymes with the word weakness, people think that's the same, but it's not. Jesus told them in, in the, um, the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit yeah. the earth. So this meekness is a fruit of the Spirit that is fundamental in our relationships, and it's the quality of placing the interests of others before yourself. Well, you and, know, it's, it's amazing that when he was at the cross, they reviled him. He reviled not. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. uh, he didn't threaten them. He no. could have took the place out. Yeah. Think about that. When he stood before Pilate, That's when good. he stood before Herod, I mean, you think about the different things. I mean, he, he, when he suffered, he didn't threaten them. My right, God. Right. And, he, you know, he just took a lower place. He said this, not my will, but thine be done. Right. Wouldn't you want to serve a God wow. like that? That's a meek God. Yeah. Yet he was strong. Ooh. Yeah. Jesus encouraged greatly. He had high courage. He was no coward whatsoever mm -hmm. at all. And yeah. neither should any of you, if you're walking in the fruits of the Spirit. No, walk in that meekness. Yes. And, 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 and in that love and joy and peace and long suffering. That's My good. God. And all the goodness and, right. and, and, and temperate. I mean, just all of it. You know, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Right. I mean, because it's so wonderful. In other words, be proud of your Christianity. Mm -hmm. Let people know I am a Christian and I'm proud of it. Even though they want to persecute you, they want to destroy. How many times I went preach at churches, they had people standing outside with, they were picketing me <laughs> with signs and everything. I had to drive through them. And, you know, I could have run them over with the car. <laughs> you know, but I, I, I wasn't driving, yeah, but, I mean, like I wouldn't do that. I had a couple of guys tell me. Uh, <laughs> you say, to you want me to run that them? imagination. Yeah. <laughs> I had one guy say, you want me to run them over? I said, no, no. <laughs> he said, Bubba, just, he said, that was me. It made me so mad. I've had some get up, stand up and start screaming in the church. We had to take them out to security, all kinds of craziness. Mm -hmm. and all. We had one time, I'll never forget that. Um, this guy, this is that covenant church. He jumps up and starts screaming. And I mean, saying all kinds of stuff. And I said, it's, it's so, and you got to be careful because you got a lot of people and you don't want them to be afraid, you know. And I just, my, and I just praying for him in my spirit. Well, the uh, security took him out. Was it two weeks later? He came back and everybody thought, man, we got to watch this guy. He came back and he was crying and he apologized. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't know why I did that. Well, I knew it was the devil that caused Motivated it. Motivated you know? him exactly. And, uh, but, he, you know, <clears throat> but you know what? I stood courageous. Because I was meek. Yeah. I could have ha hurt him. You know, uh, right. I had people hurt him. 
You know what I'm saying? We just refused to do that. So he reviled me. I didn't revile him. Right. That's good. Even though he, I, I, he made me suffer there in front of people, I, I didn't threaten him. And actually, I had the power to really throw it, get him thrown in jail. Sure. And I did not do that. I'm not bragging on myself. See, that's what meekness is all about. Mm -hmm. That was Jesus Christ. Yes. That's God. Yes. That's what God is. Mm -hmm. Notice, that's what God is. Love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. My God, man. I mean, that's as good as it gets, see, because it shows the character of God. That's right. In every area. And that's what God is, and that's what we as the body of Christ right. should be. Yeah. Just, is meekness. Go ahead. That's right. Meekness is part of the equipment which every follower of Jesus should wear. And it's, let's read Ephesians chapter verse 1 through 3 yes. to him. It says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, mm. with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. See how all these gifts of the Spirit, all the fruits of the Spirit work together. It says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of oh, peace. Oh, that's such a blessing. That's mm -hmm. a great scripture. Yeah. And it, it works not all the time, some of the time. Mm -hmm. See, you can get it, it entangled with a bunch of junk. There's a scripture in, in, in Galatians 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. Right. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Or in other words, whom the Son has set free. Is free indeed. <laughs> is free indeed. Amen. I mean, that's just so good. People, what you're seeing in me and Kathy in these boardroom chats is, is the love of God. We just flat love living for Jesus. Mm -hmm. We enjoy being saved. We enjoy being blessed. And what I mean by blessed, you're thinking money. And that's only one very, very small fact. It's to be able to say, hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. What a blessing. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you stay so strong like that? How do you do that? The next one. Yeah. Temperance. Temperance. See, if you want something strong, it has to be tempered. If you really want strong steel, they temper it. Mm -hmm. See? How do they do that? Fire. Oh. See, that stuff that you go through. Whoa, in and out. Love. In and, and out I, of the fire. I mean, they temper that steel. It's amazing. So let me give you my definition of temperance. Temperance is a fine thing. Hmm. The better definition of it is self-control. Self-control is true. I have that here. It too. is the last in the list. Not because it's the least or the lowest, but because it's the glue that bonds all the rest. That's good. What makes it all stay together is temperance. Yeah, it starts with love. Oh, yeah. And then it ends with temperance, all those it, together. It holds it together. Yeah, that's temperance. good. Temperance, see, because you walk through the fire. Mm -hmm. The reason why we've been married so long, because you have temperance. You said the first five years was hell, and the rest <laughs> has been a blessing. <laughs> what happened was... When we stood before that priest and he said, and, and he pronounced those uh, vows, those were vows, not sayings. You understand? That's a much greater thing, a vow before God and man. Mm -hmm. And he said, let what, what God put together, let no man put asunder. Right. Now, to keep that going in your life is temperance. temperance. Let me say it again. Mm -hmm. Temperance is a fine thing. The better def definition of it is self-control. It is the last in the list. I yes. love that. Not because it's the least or the lowest, but because it's the glue that bonds all 
the rest. Not only that, I think you need all the rest to get to that one. I, oh, yeah. I know it's the ability to have self-control comes as a result of our growing in the preceding eight qualities. Yeah. You know, these eight well, yeah, fruits you can, of the Spirit. You can only fly so high on borrowed wings. That's good. you got to grow your own wings. You know, you're going to try to live by Jesse's faith? No. You're going to have to grow your faith. It's, 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 let me just say, it, it, you can only fly so high on board wings. And because what happens if that person falls, you'll fall if you're using their wings. Mm -hmm. You've got to develop that strength. Yeah. I saw an eagle the other day. I mean, I mean, I was a big eagle boy. Came down and he, with, with them, more you see them, them what do you call them, 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 them things on his feet. What do you call them? Claws. Claws. Or he grabbed that fit. And it pulled him down. That was a heavy fit. Well, they've been able to pick up like a dog or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Huh? Well, buddy, he started. I mean, and all of a sudden he got, he got his wings almost behind his head. And he began to pull up. Boy, as he began to pull up, that fit, and I mean, he got up pretty high, but that fish was heavy. Finally, he said, this ain't worth this. Oh. And he dropped the fish. Oh. Okay. But that didn't stop him. Mm. He said, there are more fish in this lake than this <laughs> fish. And he saw another one. Whop. And he caught it until he had dinner. You see... That, and he, he self-controlled. He said, you know, I can die or I can turn this loose, mm -hmm. you know, because you know, I'm made to fly, not to swim. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, it's just amazing how the, and I watched it and I thought, that eagle is tempered, buddy. I mean, and, and, but that didn't stop him from eating, son. He just right. kept going. You know what? I was just thinking about how, how important self-control is in our, our everyday, day-to-day -day situations. Because when something flares up and happens, we want to try to, if we rush into it, rather than pausing and having self-control and say, Holy Spirit, teach me. What, how, in fact, even how to pray, you don't really know how to no. pray. But you, you pause. You control your emotions that want to run rampant or just overreact. Instead, you pause and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you how to pray and how to act, how to respond. And that temperance uh, can make a difference in that situation. And your example about that person in the church that stood up out of order yeah. and started screaming because they were yeah. under the influence of the devil, really. Uh, you paused and let the Holy Spirit lead you and temper you and give you self-control of how to handle that. And uh, that well, was, was he wasn't it. hurt. The people weren't hurt. No. And, and, you know, it was, it was an uncomfortable situation, but the Lord got the glory for it in the Amen. end. Yeah. You see, well, we went from faith to meekness to temperance, see? And, I mean, I could have got real belligerent, but I refused to do that. Let me go back to this eagle thing. I saw another one. Okay. Now, watch. This eagle was smart. And he caught a big fish. He went down, but he was closer to the beach or to the bank. Yeah. This was another one, Okay. And he put, boy, I mean, he's starting the way they can do that. And I saw, I mean, that fish's head was about this big. Uh -huh. He got about half of it out of the water. But he said, this is just too good to be. So what he did, I've never seen an eagle swim. He went back down and he just started doing this with his, and he pulled that, he, he, he let loose one of his legs and he pulled it to the beach. Pulled it on the beach. Smart. Yeah, he was smart. And then he ate his portion. And then he thought, Mama's home. She need, and the kids need something to eat. Bring the rest so home. So he took it. Then he could carry it, see? Uh -huh. And he picked that thing up and, and went and fed, and fed his family. See? Yeah, see, that's what's so he just important. Get, see, like temperance. the Holy Spirit has a long-range plan. If we listen to him, we'll be able to complete our destiny. Instead of just starting uh, out strong and maybe grabbing that thing, maybe you, right. you don't have the, the, you don't see the end of it, but he can show you how to take that next step and bring it in like that. Eagle brought it into the shore. 
and finish strong. Yeah. Instead of just starting yeah. out and having a, a beginning, God wants us to continue on and finish this race well, you know, strong. I, you remind me of that time I went to the funeral of brother, uh, Pastor Paul Ratke Sr. Yeah. And that wonderful... Dear friend. Yeah. And when he passed away, and the minister came, he said, I come to see how strong people finish. Yeah. How great men finish. Finish, That's yes. how he said it. How great. That and was he Denny finished, Duran. He finished well. De, did he finish well? Denny Duran lives in uh, Shreveport, and he flew all the way down to the West Bank of New Orleans. Right. He said, Jesse, I came to see how great men finished. I, I've never forgotten that, Denny. That was a phenomenal statement, mm -hmm. and I enjoy that. See, that's a person that's tempered. Exactly. See, tempered completely. You know, people say, well, how do you stay like that? We must overthrow, or let me just say, overthrow worn-out ideas. Suck everything you can out the idea, then throw it away. Mm -hmm. You must overthrow worn-out ideas. The fruit tree is the spiritual miracle of opening blind eyes. Wow. When you've sucked all the juice out of the thing, you know, now it's time to get another orange. Yeah. I remember uh, we never ate a lot of fruit growing up because we didn't have no money. But uh -huh. they had a man, he had an orchard of, 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 of trees. Mm -hmm. and he, So he came over to our house. He said, uh, Mr. DePlanis, he said, y'all can eat all the oranges you want. There's no way we can... Harvest them all. And he, he was in the orange business, you know. He said, just eat as many as you want. Well, we go over there and eat them. And I, and I used to like to cut a hole at the top of them. Yeah. And I'd squeeze the juice out, see. Now, yeah. And I was saying, there was no more juice. Then I'd tear it open oh, and I'd eat the pulp. Oh, that's the best way to eat them. Boy, I mean, it just was great. Now, the other one time, I didn't. You ever heard of a blood orange? Uh-huh. I'd never heard of a blood orange. Eli, my pilot, told me, he said, you ever eat blood oranges? I said, no, not that I know of. They're more red. Yeah, red, and I red, didn't know that. Pulp. So he brought me one. Sweet. So watch this. Like an idiot, I didn't know. And I had on a white shirt and everything. I said, man. So I cut a hole in it. I thought, look at that. It's kind of red. And, I'm, and when I did, I squeezed it before I guess it got to my, wham. <laughs> it stained me with that orange. And I thought, I could lick this shirt. This stuff is, I didn't. I could lick it. So I brought it to Lorna and I said, Lorna, see if you can get this stain on. She did. I don't know how she got it. She got it. But see, I was tempered enough not to throw away the shirt because I knew somebody knew how to fix this shirt because you know, I like the shirt, you know, that kind of stuff. So in other words, I, I, I wore out that orange. Mm -hmm. I wore it out, then I opened it up and ate the pulp on it. Yeah. And it was just such well, a Well, I blessing. liked what you were saying, too, about finishing well, because we all have a, you and I have a, a, a declaration. We're believing that we're going to have that, live out our full years. Amen. You, 120 is what I'm believing for, and I want mm -hmm. you to have 123, because I won't be satisfied to, for <laughs> yeah, you to you go ahead of me. You won't let me go nowhere. The Lord you tarries, ain't going nowhere without me, boy. <laughs> but we got a testimony. You know, we did a, a chat a few uh, times, maybe even almost a month ago, about living long, and this testimony had come in recently, and it says, I agree with you and also believing to live for 120 years. I heard Kenneth Copeland preach that years ago, and I've been claiming it ever since. Thank you for reinforcing it. I love all the broadcasts that encourage me so much and excite me to move forward into the kingdom of God. So we have a goal. It's just, it's just to... We got to add something to that. Long suffering. Yeah. To get be 120 with full ability, capability, capacity. You want an example? Moses, 120 years old, climbing mountains. Mm -hmm. Bob said his eyes were not dim, so he didn't wear glasses. Nothing right. wrong wearing glasses. I'm just saying his eyes was not dim. There's a better way. I'm 73 and I don't wear glasses. I use these for reading. It's got these television price. lights and I use, see when I'm preaching on something, people don't understand, man. When you're behind a pulpit and them lights are busting you and I, when you look like you see when I look at that, and then I, now I got George and Christian behind the camera. When I look at this, my pupils close, you see, because it's designed to do that. 
Now, when I look at them, I, all I see is a, a circle. I don't see them. See, because it's trying to open well, up. Don't, don't look up at the I know, but I'm using that as an example. <laughs> you see what I'm, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? See, so I throw out the worn ideas because I use it all and, and I go for new ideas. See, so that's what temperance mean. Mm -hmm. And I, it's just one of the most wonderful things, you see. And I, uh, I didn't know one time, I didn't know about tools that they had to be tempered when you really put things on. So I, I had this, man, they said there was a sale on these little box of tools, but they were cheap tools, they were very cheap. So I thought, man, man, I'm going to get me some of that screwdriver. I took a screwdriver and I was going to screw in a Phillips screwdriver. Yeah. All right. And, and, and the, the end of the screwdriver had just been off, kind of like. Tall. Yeah, I mean, just, it, it, it didn't hold it. It hadn't and been And the guy tempered. said, uh, that's because it hadn't been tempered. So okay. uh, none of the tools were good. I mean, I, I, I would try to press the, the pair of pliers, <laughs> and I'd see the teeth on the pair of pliers would bend, mm. you know, and smash a little bit. And I thought, so then I went down to Sears, <laughs> get me one of them craftsman tools, uh, right. these tempered things. And son, I got me a Phillips screwdriver, and I want to tell you, it was so strong that it waddled out the screw. But that point was just perfect. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember in the oil field, before I was in the ministry, my, my brother was a great roughneck. He was a, he was a driller. Right. And a lot of people don't understand about drilling bits. And drilling bits were created by Howard Hughes, the Hughes Tool Company. Now, some of this stuff, they're going through some of these shales. So they use steel and... Mm, and they pull it up, and I mean, it's cogs like this. There's usually three of them. Cogs, I mean, points of it. Boy, you pull it up, and it's as smooth as this piece of paper. Mm, wore it down. And I mean, wore it down. And then he said, go get that black diamond drill. They got such a thing as black diamonds. It, it, it was made a difference as what they were encountering when they went on right. the ground. What kind of a rock? Yeah, it was some real hard shale or something. Whatever kind of resistance. Yeah, what was down there. They put that black diamond drill in there. Yeah. And they put the pressure on that. Diamonds so. are like mm -hmm. the strongest. I mean, it's strongest. And them. I mean, they grind until they busted through that shell so they could get that oil. And they, they start, so they, they're called coming out the holes, what they call it. You make a trip, you go in the hole, coming out the hole. So coming out, when they pull that thing up, that diamond drill, the points were still perfect. No damage. It yeah. did no damage on that diamond. It cut through that hard thing. I mean, you touch it, it would it hurt you. Of you had course. to be a black diamond drill. A black diamond, then thing costs a lot of money, mm -hmm. but it got through that. Well, you know, I really believe if you'll take the, the, these nine fruits of the spirit, spirit, he'll make you a black diamond drill. Wow. You'll be able to drill through anything. No matter anything what you encounter, it'll bust anything. through it, but with strength. But right. Yes. And not that. lose anything whatsoever at all. Amen. Amen. Well, we just did three weeks of teaching. On a and three there's so chats. much more, but we hit the surface. I hope that it'll encourage you to study yeah. for yourself what, it, what the fru fruits of the Spirit really mean and how they can change your oh, life. Yeah. And really, they are an expression of the character of God. That's right. This is how God lives. This is how He operates. This, this is, is how we live. Just what He does, like you said in the beginning, Jesus, God is uh, he calls those but things that be not as That's what they God were. does. That's his job. But he, and what he is, is the fruit of, the, of spirit. the Spirit. This is getting to know God in a real way and realizing that he wants his character be, character to be reproduced in us through the world. And we can only do that through the Holy Ghost. These are the fruit. This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Well, so you, when the Holy Spirit comes to live within you, this is how he desires to manifest. So it's nothing <laughs> you can do in your own strength, but it, it happens through the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, she said, the whole, she didn't know I had this. I wasn't going to say this because we were about ready to close. 
Here's a point. The mark of a Christian is the Holy Spirit and how you live by his power. It's so That's good. the fruit of the Spirit. It's so you brought so that true. up. So and that's true. just such a blessing. I hope you enjoyed today. I hope our boardroom chats and our ministry are a blessing to you all the time. To all our wonderful partners, once again, thank you for supporting us the way you do. We need your faithful financial support to reach people, change lives one soul at a time. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord to, uh, uh, that you would think of us. And I trust you and you trust me. We both trust God and we're getting this job done. That's and it's right. just such a blessing of the Lord. So now when you're going to see us again, we'll have something new. Praise <laughs> God. We did. We had to do this. We, yes. we just couldn't put it in one boardroom chat mm -hmm. because that's what God is. Mm. And God, if God is, then you is. That means that'd be right. good English, but it makes good sense. It does. You become what he is. So until next time, it's Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We'll see you next time right here on another boardroom chat. God bless you. Bye-bye.